everyone, and welcome to A New Direction. My name is Jay Izzo, and as always, I am so happy to be with you. And if you're watching us now on our New Direction channel, Facebook Live, you're actually watching me live uh, behind the microphone, and which is pretty exciting. We've actually been doing this, but we've kind of kept it a closed group until we've perfected it. I'm not saying it's perfect. But we're better. How about that for an answer? So welcome to A New Direction, a show that we talk about helping you find a new direction in your life, in your career, in your business. In, in even if it's a thought, we want you to find a new direction for yourself, one small baby step at a time. So many people are talking about momentum. I recognize that you can't even get into momentum without taking a small step and finding yourself a new direction. And that's what this show is about. We interview some of the greatest people across the great country of ours who will help you understand how they took a new direction to become the successes that they are. And I am so excited about today's show because we have somebody so unique and so great. His name is Douglas Smythe and he, he does so many things. He is, he's, he's a shaver dude. I mean, no, seriously, he does. He loves to talk about shaving and he has his own line of products and he, he's funky and he's cool and he's got a YouTube channel called I'd rather be shaving, and it's it's just fantastic, and we're going to talk to him today. He's a lot of fun. He's a really cool dude, and I can't wait to do that, but hey, listen, some of, one of the things I love starting out with in the show is I want to check in with you in your four areas of your life. If you haven't been joining us and you don't know what we're talking about, I always ask people, where are you at on a scale of one to ten, one being miserable, ten being I can't get any better, where are you at physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually? I want to know where those where those four areas are for you. Are you a five physically? You know, it's just kind of average. You could be better. Are you are are you a two because you haven't been eating right, or you haven't been working out, or you haven't been taking care of your body? Um, where are you at mentally? What are you reading? What are you thinking? What are the things that you're using to grow your knowledge, right, and and your wisdom and be better? You know, because so often, you know, I know this is a fact that there's only about 80 million people in the United States who actually read. That's really the truth, that actually read books. And and, and th- only 30 million of those are avid readers. And I know that if you're reading and learning and growing that you're helping yourself mentally. And then I always ask people emotionally, what are you doing emotionally? Are you in control of your emotions or are you letting life get to you? Are you letting the little things in life distract you and you're getting angry and you're getting sad? or you're depressed, you know, folks, we need to get outside of ourselves and learn how we can control our emotions. And I know it's easier for some than others, but folks, we can all control our emotions a little bit better. And so where are you at on that scale of 1 to 10? And then finally, spiritually, how are you connected outside of yourself in this world? Are you connected to God? Are you connected to nature? What's your connection with the world? And how are you connected spiritually? Those things that you can't explain with science, you can't explain any other way, but there's something that you're connected to that's outside of yourself. Where are you on that scale of one to 10? You know, because yeah, like I've always said, those four areas are like the four legs of a chair. If they're off balance, you're going to be sitting in a crooked chair. And if they're too low, you're sitting in a really low chair. So you want that chair to be the perfect height. And for you, that's perfect tens. And we try to get as close as we can. So check in with yourself today. Where are you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually? And you need to do that every day because I, I know that when you do that, you can find areas in your life to improve. And you have to improve them all at once. You don't have to go from a three to a ten, but maybe get it to a four. That will help you move in the right direction, and that's what this show is about. And then I want to ask today, before we get a hold of Douglas Smythe here in the next minute or two, I want to ask you, do you know who you are? Well, that sounds like a silly question, Jay. I, of course I know I am. No, 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 no. No, really, do you know who you are? Do you, not, not what you do, but do you know who the very essence of your being is? I mean, when you look at yourself in the mirror, can you look at yourself eye to eye and say, I really like the person that I see in this mirror? And I'm not talking about your physical looks here. I'm talking about you, the person. Do you like what you see? Do you know who that person is when you look at yourself eye to eye? Can you honestly say, I am a really good person, or I am a really solid person, or I am a, I, I am a person 
who is a giving person and, and I know exactly who I am, right? I want you to be able to say, know who you are, but I want you to like who you are. And then you know what? Be comfortable in your own skin. Be who you are. Because I think that is the most critical thing that you can do for yourself is to know who you are, like who you are, and just be that. I make no bones about who I am. I, I am not perfect. I am not, I'm not highly skilled at a lot of things. I'm pretty good at, at a bunch of things, but I'm not like majorly skilled at a lot of things, but I'm pretty good at some things, but I'm okay with that. You know, some people have said I'm a little bit of a renaissance man because I play music and all that stuff. I'm okay with that. You know, I don't have to be great at one thing. I'm, I'm okay being pretty darn good at a lot of things. And, and, and I'm comfortable with that. And I wear cowboy hats and cowboy boots and belt buckles. And I work out like a fiend and stuff like that. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I, I, and I'm comfortable in my own skin. And I want you to be able to be comfortable in your own skin where you know who you are, you like who you are, and you just be who you are. And the person that we're going to talk to today is a person who has gotten so comfortable with his skin that he knows who he is, he likes who he is, and uh, he has created something really special. So we're about to get uh, we're about to get Douglas Smythe on the phone here, and so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to give Doug a call here real quick, and let's get let's get this all set up. Of course, you know me. Uh, whenever I do stuff like this, I kind of um, uh, get kind of a little crazy. So let me pull up Douglas here. And let's get a hold of Douglas Smythe. All right. And let's add to the. Here he comes. There he is. Douglas. Douglas, are you with me? Hello. Hello. Douglas, there he is. Ladies and gentlemen. Douglas Smythe, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I want to tell you something. I am so excited to talk to you. I, I, I've got, I, seriously, I am like so stoked. I have spent an entire week doing nothing but reading about Douglas Mike. I've been watching I'd Lather Be Shaving. I think I've watched at least eight episodes. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> that could hurt your brain. <laughs> it, it does hurt your brain. So let me do, let me do for our listeners, let me do the, a little bit of an introduction. First of all, when I say Douglas Smythe, is possibly the busy, busiest human being on the planet. I am not joking with you. The guy does podcasting. The guy, the guy has so many websites. I mean, he's got a website called How to Grow a Mustache. For crying out loud, how do you grow a mustache? But let me tell you what. He is a business owner. He is an entrepreneur. He has a an amazing website called Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements. But you know what? He's got a simple way to get to it. By the way, if if you just go. To if you just go to phoenixshaving.com, it'll take you right to uh, right to the big website. And I am telling you, Phoenix artists and accoutrements are—it's unbelievable. It's more—it's more, folks. You would not believe how much you could talk about when it comes to shaving and and when it comes to ta- hair products and, the, and and facial products and just taking care of yourself. I mean, this site, Phoenix Artists and Accoutrements, I mean, they, they they have pre-shaves. But post shaves, during shaves, types of blades, things that you choose. They have information regarding all this. I'm, I haven't, I haven't gone yet to do wet shaving yet. I, I'm, I'm toying with the idea. I have to wrap my mind around that still because I can still remember my father's single, that double bladed. A uh, little razor thing that he used to unscrew from the bottom and drop that blade in, and and he had he had I remember he had toilet paper spots all over his face. Every ah, he was doing it wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> he was, I'm sure he was. And uh, but he Douglas Smythe is. I'm telling you, this is the coolest cat you're ever going to see. If you look up at Douglas underscore Smythe, S-M-Y-T-H-E on Twitter, I'm telling you, the coolest cat you'll ever meet. The guy is a, when it comes to shaving and shaving products, the guy is just absolutely the most knowledgeable human being I've ever heard of, ever seen. He is. Just literally 
uh, is challenging any standard, ordinary thought process that you had about shaving. (laughs) (laughs) He has challenged the ordinary, and he's made it extraordinary. And I think the reason why I'm so excited about it because he – Douglas Smythe has taken this person that he is. He knows who he is. He's comfortable in his own skin. And as I talked about before, we brought Douglas on. He is so comfortable in his skin, and that's what makes him successful. And so we're going to spend a whole bunch of time with Douglas. I am so I am so thrilled to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Douglas, for agreeing to be with us today. Oh, thank you, Jay. I'm really excited to be here on A New Direction. Uh, and that was one hell of an introduction. I really appreciate that. You're welcome, my friend. Listen, I, I I'll tell you what I'll tell you what got me here is I'm an old movie buff, okay, and I just happened to watch a show from about uh, a movie from about like 1934, 35, 36, called The Sales Lady, and she was selling toothpaste um, against her father who owned a toothpaste company, and she meets meets this guy who's able to come up with toothpaste that tastes like gin and tonic martinis, bourbon, and everything like that, right? And I'm reading through all your different, like, shaving stuff, and you literally have stuff like, (laughs) you literally have, like, 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 lotions and things that literally smell like bourbon or chocolate or, or, or tobacco, right? I am the sales lady. (laughs) (laughs) With a mustache. (laughs) I love that. By the way, mustache is awesome. And I noticed you kind of, I noticed that you took the beard and you kind of grew it in a little bit more. I do. Well, you have been paying attention to the, the yeah. recent shows. <laughs> I know I have been. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I, you know, you had kind of the little tight flu, kind of slight flu Manchu thing with the little sharp end at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, the Van Dyke. The Van Dyke. Yeah, thank you. I don't even know what the terminology is. <laughs> it's okay. I'm the guy with the mustache blog, so uh, if, if there's any questions, direct them this way. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I do that. I mean, it, it, actually, that throws off some people's concern, you know, the fact that I own a shaving site and whatnot. But, um, you know, as men, you don't, I don't like to back myself into a corner in any, in any way at all. I mean, why limit yourself? So, I mean, sometimes you want a beard. Sometimes you want a mustache. Sometimes you want a clean shave. I say, hurrah, try it all. Life's too short otherwise, right? <laughs> I, I think those are words of wisdom that everyone, I don't care if you're male or female. Ladies, I'm even talking to you. You know, grow the beard. I, I mean, yeah, I, I dare you. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. There's money to be made there, ladies, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's awesome. So, Douglas, let's talk about how you got started in this whole world of, or, I mean, exception yeah. forward or? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, I mean, uh, you. I, I, are you? Do you still have Crown King? I know Crown King was the new company that was coming out at one time. Do you still have that? Well, Crown King was a subdivision of Phoenix Shaving. Okay. So, yeah, um, kind of. That's that's interesting. That's a, that's the name of a formula to a shaving formula soap formula that we use, and that's we've switched over all of our soaps formulas to Crown King. It's kind of confusing, but yeah, if that makes any sense at all. It originally began as a brush line. Our brush line was called the Crown King line. And then from there, it was something I wanted to you know, start pitching to uh, big box stores and corporate chains and whatnot uh, under the Crown King banner just to simplify it. I- I'm guessing you read the Forbes article. Is that what's going on oh, here? Gosh, yeah, I did. I did read the Forbes article. I've okay, tried to yeah. everything I can, my friend. Yeah. Literally, I have literally researched you to the point that I'm pretty sure I know what color underwear you're wearing. (laughs) I kind of respect that. (laughs) (laughs) So how does how do you get into this industry? I mean, what what was the what was the impetus for you to go? Okay, you know what? I am not going to be an accountant. I am going to go ahead and I'm just going to create my this whole shaving world and my own line of products. How, How does that happen? Oh, that happens purely by accident, my friend. That really, uh, that, let's see, the whole thing began. Do, do I do the origin story? Do you want the origin story now? Is that where we're going with this? Yeah, let's go with the origin story. I love that. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, you know, I don't really consider myself an entrepreneur only because I feel like an entrepreneur can really take anything and run with it. What, what I happen to do, I'm very lucky in, in that regard that I, it's my passion that is what's selling, what people are also interested in. I kind of lucked out there because I don't think I could do anything else as passionately or as involved as, as traditional shaving or male grooming. I'm really into that. But it all began by accident in, um, in Central America, in a hammock, in Costa Rica. 
I was living, <laughs> it sounds funny, I was living in a hammock on a beach outside of the rainforest uh, in Montezuma, Costa Rica. I, I moved there on a whim. All my friends and family thought I was having a breakdown. They were like, you don't know anybody there. You don't even speak Spanish. What's the deal? And it's like, you know, I'm getting older. I was probably about 30. I was like, you know, I want to have, you know, one last adventure. I want to, you know, really, you know, become like a lyric in a Paul Simon song or something. Or Jimmy Buffett, depending which, which way you go. But um, so I ended up there. And living off my savings, which wasn't much, it was dwindling fast, but you know, I made the most of it. I was spent, probably spending about 10 bucks a day. So higher quality life, people travel a million miles to be there. It was you know, prime real estate, and I was, I was just sitting there in my hammock, getting bit by uh, sand fleas. <laughs> every, <laughs> every night around 5, and, 5 to 6 p.m., the sand fleas would come out, and they'd bite the hell out of me. And um, I, you know, I didn't want to get infected, because when you live in the jungle, things want to grow on you. They, right. they really do. So I was looking for something to treat them with, and they, I really couldn't find anything in the village I was in. So I had to create my own, and I concocted this stuff I was calling, jokingly, Ichnomas. And it was like an afterbite type solution. <laughs> it became so popular, though, like amongst like the locals and, and tourists traveling through, that people would be like knocking on my tent flap in the middle of the night to get some. So <laughs> I, you know, I didn't even really think about it. This is just something I made for myself. But after, you know, the popularity, I began to think, like, you know, if I ever make it back to the States, because at that point I didn't know what I was going to do, I'm going to sell this stuff. I'm going to ship it back down here and sell it. And that's exactly what happened. Four years later, uh, well, in the meantime, I lived on the beach for about two years, and eventually I moved into a house or a, a, a more like a yeah it was a house on a hotel on hotel property but that was running out of funding so i created my own business down there a graphic design business where i would do menu designs and placement advertising for local businesses and whatnot pretty much whatever anyone needed i actually ended up working for isay too which is pretty much the at&t of costa rica uh, and that just became well it was kind of a joke i would go to the, sh- the stores and pick stuff off the shelf that was horribly designed redesign it then contact the company with my design and say hey this is what i can do and i'd get bites sometimes there but i did that with the calling cards too down there because it was always these lousy designs so eventually i was getting a call back from this company and uh yeah so this graphic design business i did for the last two years i was there uh came back to the states ended up staying back here and and realized like you know this is what i want to do i want to create the itch no mas formula and send it down there and i did that for a short while and i realized and actually created a, another product called stink no mas around it which was an emergency insect repellent slash deodorant and the tourists loved that even more than itch no mas they would wear it and as they sweat it would repel insects so that went really well and became very popular down there too but i was losing so much money in the shipping that i was like you know i need to really focus up here in the states what can i do up here and that's where i began you know creating more deodorants and mustache waxes and somewhere along the way i was doing a domain search and how to grow mustache popped up and it, no one no one owned it no one owned how to grow mustache.com so i was like oh god i'm gonna have to start a blog now and so that's what i did there so i mean it slowly it evolved but it was purely by accident and the only reason why I was looking for domains is because I had friends down there that was li- that were living abroad, and they made all their money selling ads on their blogs and whatnot. So I was like, you know, that's the life I want. I want to be able to just carry my computer around and travel wherever I, I want. And so that was the inspiration, but it turned into so much more <laughs> purely by accident. That's awesome. You know what I love? Here's what I love about the story. And by the way, do not sell yourself short because I think it's all how we define entrepreneur. I really believe that – entrepreneurs are people who start with nothing and create something. That's kind of my definition of it. I don't think it's somebody necessarily who is a serial entrepreneur. That's how I define those two things. Yeah. Some people who are serial entrepreneurs, they just go from one thing to another. But I think when you start from nothing and you realize that there is a piece missing in the world and you realize that that's part of your passion, that you can be part of that piece, I think that to me is an entrepreneurial spirit of somebody who notices something that's missing in the world and then is able to make the connection there to have that. So please don't sell your short as an <laughs> because I, I honestly believe that you are and 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 I know that my listeners and and that are listening are like, man, if I could just find what my passion is, right? And I think what you said is so true how this happens. Right? You kind of stumble on stumble on things right Mm -hmm. you kind of have this thing inside you that you go i know i want to do something i'm not sure what it is and then all of a sudden something happens and what i love about your story it's so much more and i did read the costa rican story by the way and i thought and but what i love about your story so much is that you weren't pressing to find 
you you were in a place of relaxation and recognized that you that there was something that you needed to do to yeah. getting bit. I mean, you weren't. It wasn't like you were in the middle. I think we make the mistake of thinking that if we keep pressing and pressing and pushing and pushing and pushing, then somehow we will be able to get to this place that we want to be. But that's not that's not typically how I see it happen. How I typically see it happen is exactly what you described, and that is, I was in a hammock. And it's the sun, you know, it's it's five o'clock and the sand fleas come out and I'm telling you those things hurt. And, and, and folks, if you've never been on a place where there's sand fleas, I'm just telling you, I, I want to wear my cowboy boots with mm-hmm. my shorts because they just bite your ankles like crazy. And it is painful. Yeah. Right? I mean, it is. Right. So, I mean, I think that's that's so cool. But then you but then you, you your your story evolves because you come back to the States. Right. Mm hmm. And you you head up north, and you're, and then all of a sudden, because of this whole shipping thing, then then what happens? I mean, because this thing's about to blossom. So go into how this thing all starts starts to, to blossom. Well, you know, as I said, I started the blog on how to grow a mustache, and my goal was to eventually sell ad space for that. I was writing probably about three articles a day. No, definitely three articles a day. And uh, I was just beefing it up as much as I could to make it, you know, appealing to any advertisers out there that would, you know, that, would, that was involved in the male grooming world. Um, in fact, and so I was just trying to draw, you know, track traffic to the site. I thought, you know, I need to make mustache wax, and that's what I did. So that was like my bread and butter for a while. Um, but eventually, you know, being a wet shaper, a traditional wet shaper, I was like, you know, I want to make a soap too. And the only reason why I wanted to make a soap is because I couldn't find a bay rum that matched my bay rum aftershave. So I started working on the soap. Um, but with, you know, and I didn't even plan on selling it actually. I just made it. I sent it to a couple of the big names in the wet shaving world. They were, I considered friends because I wrote for their blogs at the time and they were like, Oh, this is awesome. This is great. Um, when are you going to sell it? When, when do sales begin? And I was like, sell it. I was like, I haven't even thought about that. Okay. Uh, so again, I was making it for myself and it just turns out that other people, luckily enough, other people were into it too. Um, so and then once more, I started making this, but I named it howtogrowamustache.com in effort to bring or to draw people back to my site. So it wasn't ever like, you know, I wasn't ever focused on making this shaving soap just to make shaving soap, you know, or to build a brand. It was really just to beef up my site and be able to sell ad space. But it took off. It got on really, really big. Cause I, I actually put it in a large format tin, like a CD size tin. Um, so it had a large surface area where you could load the brush much easier. I made all these little tweaks that I wanted just for myself, and it just caught on huge in this budding traditional wet shaving revival that was just probably starting up around the time I, I was on the scene. Um, so it all was a fluke. It was all a welcomed accident in that regard, if that makes sense. Well, I don't know. Do you think it's an accident, or do you think it's because you're just pursuing your passion and, you know, because, you, I mean, you got to meet a lot of people, you got to know a lot of people in the industry, mm-hmm. you, you were learning about people, and, you know, you were trying to do something for you, but realized, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. this isn't for me, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, do people want to drink your products, by the way? I mean, do they? Ever... <laughs> so yeah, or eat them, yeah. Eat them, or eat them. I mean, melt them down and eat them. Or I mean, I don't know what they would do. By the way, we're talking to Douglas Smythe here on a new direction. Here with me, Jay Izzo. And uh, by the way, you need to check out howtogrowamustache.com. That is his blog. By the way, if you do not know how to spell mustache, first of all, it's not just a U, and there's no S or H. It's actually M O U S T A C H E. So check out how to grow a mustache. Dot com, and you will read his blog and also Matt Pisarchik, who is his, uh, I guess, partner in crime on I'd Lather Be Shaving, uh, is also writes on the blog and also is part of the show I'd Lather Be Shaving on YouTube. So make sure you go to YouTube and just type in I'd Lather Be Shaving, and you can check that out. And also make sure you check out um, Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements because I'm just telling you uh, that there's so much stuff I didn't even know existed. And this, this leads me to the, to the next question. How many, what are the, what's, what's the numbers? I mean, this, this is a niche, clearly. What are the numbers of people who actually wet shave? Or, and let, me, let me get a two-part question. How many people do you think are actually wet shaving? And then how many people are like all of a sudden, like me, Maybe on the edge going, hmm, I wonder if I should try it. 
Um, well, that's a damn good question. See, it's growing. It's it's been I've been watching it grow. I've been aiding it grow. The niche that is, um, with all the media that we put out. But I'd say probably four out of ten. Really? Traditionally shaped, uh, use traditional forms of. Uh, Seriously? Yeah, I think so now. I mean, it's growing. If you look in the stores, Target, Walmart, you see stuff popping up. Uh, Vander Hagen is in there. Um, what is it? The Micro Touch, the guys from uh, Pawn Stars, they have their own razor. So you see it popping up in uh, mainstream culture, slowly but surely. And it's been growing for the last few years, but. It's coming. It's going to hit the mainstream soon, I hope, anyways. I'm really trying to make that happen. I want to do pretty much what Dollar Shave Club did with the cartridge razor I want to do with traditional shaving. Really? I mean, I, yeah. I would – so, you know, okay, so my – let me just tell you what my thoughts were. My thoughts were like one out of 20. No, that's – seriously. I thought, well, maybe one out of 20 guys maybe wet shave and, and maybe, you know. Yeah. But you're talking like 40% may are into this. What makes – okay, look – I'm going to be really honest. I'm just going to be vulnerable because the the, the list <laughs> vulnerable I am here. Okay, I am a six foot five, two hundred sixty five pound weightlifting dude. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, I am a wuss. I am still using. Yes, I'm using a cartridge razor, and I'm using a well known brand out of that owns the New England Patriots. And, uh, <laughs> And and it, I, I even have that that movable head thing on there because I'm a, too much of a wuss to uh, uh, to do this whole thing that they're doing. I'm, what do you what do you say to people like me? That's a wuss. I mean, I mean, how do you? What's because I watch the show, man. I watch the show where you you brought out my dad's. You know, double-edged, single-bladed, you know, double <laughs> razor, and you had the whole angle thing, right? And I'm literally, literally this is how stupid I am, okay, D- Douglas. This is how stupid I am. Mm-hmm. I don't even have one, but I'm actually practicing the angle, right? Because you <laughs> angles, right? I'm trying to do it. I'm practicing the angle and trying not to move my wrist because you, you guys say don't move your wrist, and then you bring out the freaking blade, right? Yeah. And I go. Oh, 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 oh no! There's a juggler or carotid easily in there. How do you how do you get somebody like me who's just I'm kind of interested, but how do you get me to to to, to go to the dark side? Well, I mean, this actually ties in thematically with what we were talking about, start, me starting my business, where I really didn't try too hard. It just kind of came to me. The same thing can be said for uh, picking up a, a safety razor. Don't try too hard. Don't overthink it. Analysis paralysis will really, you know, it'll really hurt you in this. In this, So it's called a safety razor, first of all. And there's a reason for that. It's actually quite safe. It's very difficult to cut you, yourself with a lot of these things. But you can if you start overthinking this stuff. It's kind of like performing on stage. As soon as you catch yourself thinking of it, the next note you're going to play or something like that, you get a little nervous and you, you screw it up. But if you just kind of let go and just let it do its thing, you're going to be okay. And it's the same thing with shaving. The razor wants to shave you. It doesn't want to cut you. When you apply pressure, that's when you're in the danger zone. And that comes from years of cartridge razor shaving. Now, i got to ask, as a cartridge razor shaver, do you, well, I don't even have to you know, phrase it like that, but do you think you have sensitive skin? I don't think it's I don't think it's terribly sensitive. Okay. I mean, I have a, wire, I have a wiry beard, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It's it's why I mean it's I mean I, I literally believe that if you t- if I grew my hair like a quarter of an inch out you could literally tie it to a fence and it'd be barbed wire. Oh yeah, no, it's it's very similar to copper wire actually. Um, most whiskers are, but I only ask that because a lot of the times nine, nine out of ten guys think they have sense skin, where in all actuality they don't. What's happening is that's coming from years and years of damage we're doing to ourselves by using cartridge razors or multi-blade razors. Those are so over the top for your skin. They give you the worst shades possible. It may seem smooth, but you're damaging your skin. Every time you drag a blade across your face, you're taking off a layer of skin. So now you have like these five blades, you know, four, six blades, seven blades, whatever they are. So every time you're just dragging the blade across your skin once, you're taking off layers and layers of skin, uh, which will seem like a close shave at the time, but I mean, the, the follicles want to drop down below the skin where it's begging to be an ingrown or begging for razor burn or begging for razor bumps. And these things, these problems, ingrowns, razor burn, razor bumps, did not exist before 1971. There were no products to treat that with because no one had it. The only reason why cartridge razors and multi-blades came into existence was because of patents. Gillette was running out of their patent for the double-edged blade back in 1970, so they needed to create something else. And that's what they did. And they went from a million-dollar company overnight to a multi-billion-dollar company. 
but it wasn't about a better shave in, at all. In fact, when there was the double-edged blades that were still selling for their razors at the time, they made duller, so men would switch over to the cartridge razor or the multi-blade razors. Really? Yeah, so we've been bamboozled. I mean, this is I call it the cartridge razor conspiracy because it, it truly is. It was all about the money. But a safety razor, it's just one blade. It's the best way to shave. And then you have to incorporate the brush and the shaving soap. The brush is exfoliating. You see all these exfoliating products in the market now for men. That's bogus. I mean, just go back to traditional shaving. You're already exfoliating. You know, and you, now you're also creating a hot lather rather than goo coming out of the can with all these propellants in it that are just garbage for your skin. And I also suspect they dull blades faster too. But um, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just returning to that. It's letting go of returning to that and trusting yourself. I mean, it's the most soothing, relaxing shave you'll ever have. It's a great way to start the day. Most people compare it to, like, green tea ceremony. just something meditative, but it's your time, and it's there's nothing more relaxing. <laughs> We're talking to Douglas Mike. I got I to tell you, shaving is not relaxing for me, Douglas, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're, we're talking to Douglas Mike. Uh, he is owner-operator of Phoenix Artists and Accoutrements. And he, you can also find him, by the way, on Twitter. If you go to Douglas underscore Smythe, that's S-M-Y-T-H-E. And by the way, just check out the uh, captain's hat, the mustache, and everything, because I'm just telling you, you, the dude is just a cool dude. Go to his, go to the YouTube channel. I'd rather be shaving. Check it out. It's fun. It's interesting. I never thought that talking about there could be so much to talk about when it comes to shaving and preparing your face and what you do with your face. I never knew that there was him and Matt Pisarczyk do an amazing job. And then check out his blog entitled How to Grow a Mustache. <laughs> I got to cut in there though for a second. How to Grow a Mustache. It's a little bit defunct these days. I haven't put much attention or time into the, the blog in the last probably year and a half. I mean, I'll, I'll update here and there, but there was a time when it was it was full on, my baby, but I've turned all my attention to phoenixshaving.com really and the show, I'd rather be shaving, and my own YouTube channel, which is douglassmythechannel.com uh, which has a lot of product features and spotlights and tips, uh, trips, uh, <laughs> tips, tricks, and hacks for people that are, you know, starting wet shaving, uh, newbies to like, you know, old dogs in the situation. Yeah, no, th- thank you for that because that that helps me out a lot. But I, I will tell you that I've read through so many of uh, your the blog stuff on how to grow a mustache.com. And uh, I'm just telling you, it's good stuff, man. I mean, it re- I mean, really, you kind of got me captured in this world. It's kind of like you sucked me in. And here I am, a psychological professional, and I feel like you've kind of mesmerized me with this whole shaving and face preparation, stuff like this. And, and you know, I wanted to say something to you about this cartridge razor thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Gillette was doing this whole thing, and I hate mentioning them because they're not a sponsor of the show. Right. But... Uh, and but they're so huge, and I'd rather support you. So, <laughs> uh, so you know, they they were running these line of commercials about how long their blade would last, right? And they show this twenty-something-year-old, good-looking, highly fit guy who is traveling the world with one cartridge, and for thirty-some-odd plus, God, he was shaving with the same cartridge. Can I just say, in all honesty, here? I think mine is pretty good for maybe three or four shaves. Mm-hmm. Right now, I want you to know that I have to go to one of these giant stores that we you know of warehouse shopping stores because yep. to replace the cartridges, if I were to go into a local, uh, some sort of local uh, pharmacy or something like that, if I were to go or a grocery store, even. I, I literally would be paying, I'm not joking, over $100 a year just to replace cartridges. Oh, hell yeah. The four, bl- four replacement cartridges cost between $20 and $25, whereas yeah. double-edged blades that I'm talking about cost between $9 and 15 for 100 of them. <laughs> for 100 Yeah. I know. I, I know. I, this is why I'm like going, man, maybe – because when I saw the show, when I saw, when I saw the show on – you know the whole safety razor thing, and I and you started saying, you know, why don't you get yourself a mix pack? Okay, first yeah, of all, the yeah, pack, yeah. works for you, and why don't you find a mix pack first? Because just don't go out and buy a hundred blades, okay? Because that's the big mistake, right? You're yeah. gonna go out and buy the hundred blades that say "shick" on them or whatever. But there's but there are other blades, and depending on your skin and everything. I, I'm like going, you know, God, man, it makes so much sense because I hate going. I have to spend, you know, like forty or fifty dollars to buy this giant pack in the warehouse store. Yeah. Right. And I, how many times a year do I buy that at forty-four dollars? 
Yeah. Right? My wife goes, you spent $44 on blades? And I went, yeah. She goes, do you know you do that like four times a year? She goes, it's like $175 in blades. Yeah. She, what, what's wrong with your face? And I go, really, honey? What's wrong with my face? Nothing. <laughs> now what I'm hearing from you is, well, matter of fact, everything. Because you just said that, you know, I just heard you say the statement of the shaving cream stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I never thought about my God, that stuff that I'm putting on my face is probably clogging up my pores. Oh, it has no business being on your face. There's more propellants in it than the actual stuff you need to shave with in there. Really? Well, not only that. I mean, it's just like it's just you can't expect a great shave from one size fits all tools. You need the right tool for the job. And the cartridge and the multiplates are not the right. T- one size fits all for everyone has such a different face, different whiskers as you described yours. I mean, you can't expect it to work for everybody with wet shaving, with traditional wet shaving, with a safety razor, a brush, a soap, an aftershave. You can actually customize the shave finally for the first time for your own unique face because there's a million different safety razors out there there's a million different blades out there to choose from there's a million different soaps and a million different brushes so you can finally you know figure it out for yourself what works for you you couldn't do that before and you probably didn't even think about doing that before no i never no, none of this none of this ever crossed my mind i'm listening to you i mean it's like i'm sitting down in a i'm like i'm feeling like i'm sitting down on a couch and you're giving me you know psychological counseling lessons <laughs> Is what I'm, I'm literally, I literally am. I'm going, Doc. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I can't trigger on the sha- this shaving thing, but maybe, maybe I need to. Maybe I need to get past myself. Maybe I was worried about becoming my father. And yeah, yeah you're getting in the way of, your, of becoming you, becoming who you should be. <laughs> but I mean, again, I mean, the cartridge raisers, I mean, It's just, it's what we're taught. It's what we're given, and uh, we've been sold a lie. Right. So, so why don't we let's move to another part of shaving that I want to talk about because I did this for years. Okay. Sure. The electric razor. Oh yeah. Let's let's. Okay, so you know, I I went the foil route. The you know. Oh uh, yeah. Right. The foil, which by the way was awful because if that foil ever starts to wear down, um, by the way, you will scrape your face like crazy. And then I went with the triple head rotating bladed right. uh, electric razor. And they were okay. I mean, they felt good. I will tell you this. It was kind of like having this little massage on your face, right? Yeah. Just, the rotating thing felt good. But I never felt like I was getting – I can't believe we're talking about this on the show. I can't believe – but but I am. But I never felt like I was getting a really good shave, right? Yeah. You're not. You can't get a baby butt smooth shave with an electric razor. You can't do it dry. Even wet, you can't do it with those things. Those things, and then they're also pulling out the whiskers too at some point. Mm. That may, that might explain it because the, the you know with the, as more gray got into my beard, the worse it, I, I don't know if this is a difference or not. I, I but I'm telling it you is. that the more gray I got, the worse it got. Yep, they're, they're thicker whiskers. They're a different quality of whisker. Yeah, and I mean it hurt. Yeah, it, it came a point where. It, 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 I, f- I literally felt like that rotating blade was grabbing onto that thick whisker and jamming. It, it almost felt like it was jamming because my 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 barbed wire wired whiskers were literally pulling the thing. I, so so electric shaving, no. Then. <laughs> no, it's still it's not there yet, and it really it's what we're sold on is speed and convenience, which is the worst thing when it comes to treating your skin right. You shouldn't try for speed. It's not. It's like fast food. You know, I mean, you, it, you're getting what you pay for at the end of the day. It's not good for your skin. It's not good for your for the um, the oils in your skin, uh, the natural oils that you want on your face. All time. It's just it's just so bad. We're just not there yet. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen like wet electric shavers now, which are getting closer. But at the end of the day, you don't want to rush through this. Take your time with this. Get yourself in this this space. This is your time away from the kids, away from the rest. Of it. You're just you're prepping for the day. You're mentally preparing yourself as well as physically preparing yourself. You know, facial hair, grooming, shaving. It's all just an extension of personal style and fashion and whatever else. You know. You're only as good as you, you only feel as good as you look sometimes. So I mean, enjoy the process. Don't rush through it. It's not like brushing your teeth, but a lot of people think of it as it is. You know, it really is. I feel. You know, I think I grew up, and and I, I'm wondering if a lot of men feel this way, and I think even women do when it comes to shaving their legs. <laughs> um, but I think that it's just like one more thing that I have got to do to to get you know before I go out in my day, right? Yep. 
Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's, I mean, seriously, that's really the way it was like, uh, you know, I remember growing up as a, as a kid and, you know, not having, you know, you know, you're here, you're young junior high person. You don't have any hair on your face, right? You go, golly, I want to shave. And you'd have all these old people going, oh, no, you don't. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's be, true. Be glad that you don't have to do that. Right. And so then what happens is you get taught that as a kid. And then you get as an adult and you hear those same voices from these older guys going, dude, I should have never wanted to shave. I should have never yeah. wanted to do that because it, 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 it is painful. But then we use describe it the way you say it is like, no, 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 no. Have a different you got to have a new direction on this. You got to yeah. have a thought process on this, because if you do this right, it's actually it's actually enjoyable. It's so enjoyable. You'd be amazed. Once you get into traditional wet shaving, it'll totally flip your outlook on shaving. You got guys that are so into they own fifty different soaps, all different scents, all different aftershaves, all different splashes. They do shave of the day photos, S O T D photos, with what razor they use the day that day, what blade, what soap, what aftershave. This is what happens within the niche. We call it the rabbit hole that people end up tumbling down. Whereas most guys came to this to save money, they end up spending even more because they get so involved in the hobby. But I mean it really is. It's 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 addictive. It's it's more than just shaving at the end of the day. It's an experience. And that's what I'm trying to create with my brand especially. If you get lost on my site, check it out. It'll pull – as you said, it'll pull you in. That's the intent here because it, it really – I want you to experience this. This this I can't even name what it is, but it's just – it's very zen, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it's, okay, so – right. I, all right. So, by the way, we're talking to Douglas Smith. By the way, if you want to find him, and you should because – really a cool dude and not only is a cool dude he is an amazing wealth of information and before you just just wait here for a second just listen to me stop before you decide oh god come on how much can you talk about shaving shut up i'm just (laughs) there is so much i'm i'm learning so much i was so excited about this because as i was watching his youtube channel check out his youtube channel called i'd lather be shaving uh check out phoenix shaving and if you're wondering if you know maybe you have some problem spelling that's p h uh, as in phone o e n i x shaving and i'm going to just take it for granted that you can spell that dot <laughs> so phoenix shaving.com check that out and you can check out this uh, plethora of products and uh, there is bath and body. They they have samples. They've got apparel and accessories. Um, they, and by the way, they have a loyalty program, and they have scent charts. They, they and by the way, if you're in the military, they have a military discount. Okay. They they have uh, there's all there's there's all sorts of things. Matter of fact, you can if you can't keep up, let him know. He'll, he'll they'll find a way to keep you up on what's going on. Oh yeah, I love to talk. I could talk about this stuff all day long. By all means, get in touch with me. We even have starter kits too. If this is the first time you're hearing about such a thing, that's a great place to start. But yeah, reach out to me anytime. I I love to talk to uh, customers and, and newbies when it comes to traditional shaving. Yeah, and and check out their Facebook page as well. They're they're also on Instagram. Uh, and and just folks, just check out Phoenix Shaving. I'm just uh, PhoenixShaving.com. I'm telling you, don't do not poo-poo this because I, you know, I am really Douglas. I'm going to be really honest. And by the way, it's at Douglas underscore S M Y T H E. Just check him out on Twitter as well because he's got he's just a plethora of information. Douglas, I, I got to tell you. You know, as I'm as I age, as I'm getting older, mm-hmm. um, I I'm worried about my skin. I am more worried about my skin than I've ever worried about it. Right? Because, and and then you know, you've just reiterated to me that all the crap. And I love your analogy. We're like we like shaving like it's a fast food, like we're walking into McDonald's, and yeah. Yeah, you know, just dry. It's a drive-through, right? It's a drive-through shave. That's what I'm doing. I'm drive-through shaving, right? I'm putting the barber salt on my face. I am taking my gummy, four-bladed uh, cartridge razor, and I am squeezing my skin into it. I'm and seriously. That's really what I'm doing. I mean, yeah. what you're telling me, I'm literally squeezing my skin, scraping off probably healthy skin, so that I can get this closeness of shave that I desire. And and then I'm thinking about it going, how much of this crap has clogged up my pores? And and no wonder, you know, that we, you know, us guys are looking at ourselves in the mirror going, 
man, we look rough. We look like a catcher's mitt, you know, and mm-hmm. and you're and man, you you've got your. You're getting me to the point where I'm like going, okay, I, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go to, I'd rather be shaving on the YouTube channel, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to watch the videos again to learn to learn how to do this because uh, I, I think I am concerned about my skin. I, I mean, shouldn't we even, I mean, is shouldn't we be concerned about our skin as we are starting to age a little bit? Oh, certainly. I mean, like that's that's all you got at the end of the day. I mean, like clothes are one thing, but your skin is the original original suit, right? Uh, right. Birthday suit. Um, I mean, you mentioned you're a weightlifter and you work out too. I see a lot of guys at the gym that don't they don't hop in the shower, and it could be another speed thing. They need to get out of there, but they don't even wash their faces, and that's the worst right there. If if you're working out and whatnot, and you don't have time for a shower, at least rinse the salty sweat off your face because that's doing a number on your skin. Mm. A lot of guys forget that. They don't get rid of that salty, you know, it's like they wash their face one time a day, and it's like, no, no, no. If you're sweating a lot, especially if you're working out, you got to keep that the, the, the skin clean on your face. Yeah, you, you, that's interesting because uh, I, I'm a shower guy. Like, I'm right. I cannot I, – I will not leave a gym without showering. I just, right. I will – because I do not want to drive – I do not want to sit in my car sweaty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I know that that sweat's going to absorb into the leather seat, right? Oh, and, yeah, and dry it out. And I am never going to get rid of that odor, yep. okay, ever. It's going to smell like a wet gym sock every time you sit in it, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm one of those guys. But I know guys, literally, that you've described that come into the gym, work out, and they kind of just towel dry themselves, and then they throw on their clothes and they're off. And I and I get it because, you know, they got an hour, so they're coming in at lunch and they're just throwing in an hour. And, and they're just trying to get it in and out, right? Yeah. And, now, you know, when you say that, I'm like going, yeah, of course. Why, yeah. wouldn't, salt, why wouldn't salt clog up a pore? Oh, why, yeah. why wouldn't the salt on your skin start to damage? I mean, here's an idea, Look, guys. Let me just do this. Go to the ocean, and what I want you to do is I just want you to dip your face in salt water and stay there for <laughs> hours. And let me know how your face feels every day in salt yeah. water. Because I get, I, I'm, I'm painting that picture in my head, Douglas, yeah. and I'm going, man, I am not, I'm not taking care of my skin. Here I am <laughs> taking care of my body. Here I am eating right. Here I am doing all these other things, but I'm not taking care of my skin. Yeah, you got to feed the skin. I mean, it's the largest organ in the body. And, uh, you know, even women, when they work around their eyes, they use l- delicate pressure with their pinkies when they're applying, like, under-eye uh, gels and whatnot because just a little bit of, you know, just, uh, stress on that will cause even greater stress marks, if you will, or uh, wrinkles. Uh, so you see guys at the gym sweating and then with a terry cloth towel wiping off their face, not dabbing, wiping it off. I mean, it's just it's the worst possible thing you can do. And then your skin is the most susceptible then when it's warm or hot from sweating and all that saltiness. Like, it's the worst you can do. So so, so I, I think I'm on to something here. And I, I mean, it seems so stinking intuitive. But I think because I, I just never really gave it a lot of thought, it, I just had this kind of like weird, crazy, obvious life. <laughs> and that is, you know, I, we're always fighting to want to look younger as guys, right? We always are. Yeah. And yet we're doing all the wrong things to even fight fighting looking younger. It's true. I mean, and we overcomplicate, we overthink it, or we're just buy, picking up the products they're trying to sell to us. And again, there's overexfoliation things. I see so many products out there now marketed towards men. Overexfoliate, we're overexfoliating as a, as a population. We're overexfoliating as it is. You'll see people with shiny foreheads, shiny faces. That right there is telling me you're overexfoliating. You don't need that stuff. Again, if you just use the brush and, and just shaving, shaving in itself is exfoliating. <laughs> you're, you're dragging a blade across your face. But I mean, just the hot water at the end of the day, aloe vera, the pure. The, the product you're using, the better off you are at the end of the day. Wow. It's, okay, so, all right, so if I go to phoenixshaving.com, do, I mean, sh- I mean, do you, do you have a starter kit that I can buy there? Oh, yeah, we have a starter kit. You, you'll see it in the drop-down menu at the top of the screen. Yeah, is that where I should go? Is that where or, I should start? Should I start there, or what, what do you recommend for me to do? Because well, there's I'm, a couple ways to start. I mean, you could you easily pick up a starter kit. On, it's under the shaving menu at the top of our screen. Yeah, you exactly. could easily pick up yeah, you could pick up a starter kit, which I, you know, would be 
I would recommend. Or you could just pick up a safety razor and kind of build your own kit around it, if you will. A safety razor, you can get a vintage one on you know eBay, or um, or you could just search Amazon and find one too. But we have it all in one place on our site in our starter kits. We make our own brushes, uh, soaps. Our soaps are made from scratch. They're artisan made by us, um, all natural ingredients. Same thing with our aftershave splashes and uh, so on and so forth. I mean, our aftershave splashes do contain alcohol, but we make aftershave colognes. So not only does it have all the face-saving ingredients of an aftershave, it has a staying power of a cologne. So it's like a two-in-the-one. Um, and with all the, the face-saving ingredients, that compensates for the alcohol dry-down or the alcohol in the product as well. Because you do want alcohol. I mean, like, there's despite what some people may say alcohol i mean the whole reason we use an aftershave goes back a hundred years when people would go to the barber and the barber weren't, wasn't cleaning his brush or his, his blades as much so people were actually dying from a, a close shave um so it's an antiseptic you do want that but immediately after that you want to chase that with you know a bomb or with face saving ingredients so i incorporate it into one place and one aftershave so it's a it's a two or three in one if you will in that regard or the mixologist uh <laughs> I'm just telling. So uh, anyway, so folks, if you go to phoenixshaving.com, and if you go right underneath their logo, it says Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements. There is a there's this there's this button that says shaving, and it's a pull down menu, and this pull down menu has shaving soaps and creams and safety razors and brushes and stuff like that, and you can get your starter kit right there. Matter of fact. I'm telling you right now, I am. I'm at, I'm at the end of the show, which is we're going to end here in a couple of minutes. I'm going to buy a starter kit because I am going to do. I'm going to do this. I am committed. I'm going to do this. I may be scared to death, but I'm committed to doing this because I want to change and I want to try to make my skin better. Because you make so much sense. You know, I always, you know, you know how like you shave and then, you know, like you put on some aftershave or your cologne or whatever and your face burns. Yeah. It's, I started to realize, you know why my face is burning? Because I've just peeled off all the skin. <laughs> yes. That's, that's why my face is burning. It's not, there's a it's, good burn, but don't, don't, don't get me wrong. There is a good burn and there's a bad burn. What you're describing is the bad burn. The good burn only lasts for a few seconds and that's the alcohol dry down. Right. Right. That's killing all the germs that are there all of a sudden. You know, I mean, that, that's fine. But that should be – if that stick stays with you, something bad just happened. <laughs> yeah, no, it, yes. <laughs> because I'm addicted to the, the dry down, that initial burn from an aftershave. I like that. That's like the same like thing inside people that, uh, that craves hot sauce. You know, right. as humans, we're the only animal that craves something hot and burning in our mouth. We get off on that. It's the same thing with a good aftershave splash too. I like that initial burn and that cooling dry down. That's – I love that, man. That is so cool. We have been spending time here with Douglas Smith. Right? Do we call it Smith or Smythe? Smythe. But Smith, I answer most things. <laughs> well, I want to do it right. So Douglas Smythe here on A New Direction. Douglas, I want to just say to you that I have had an amazing time with you today, and I, I am so glad that we had this conversation, and I know that my listeners are too, and I want you to check him out on Twitter, of course, at Douglas underscore Smythe, S-M-Y-T-H-E, but I also want you to go, really, please do me a favor, do yourself a favor, do your skin a favor, do your face a favor, go to phoenixshaving.com. I'm telling you today here in the next couple minutes i'm about to go i'm going to get my starter kit immediately and i'm going to do this because i'm going to change my face i'm going to change my direction and i'm really excited about doing it for the first time in my life check out his the youtube channel he's got his own youtube channel check out douglas smythe smith however you want to pronounce it it's better for you but just remember it's s-m-y-t-h-e and check out i'd rather be shaving with him and matt kasarchik because they're fantastic and please check him out douglas you've been an amazing guest i just want to thank you so much for your time and it's just been an absolute pleasure and i hope we can do this again sometime soon oh for sure i'll be checking in to see how you're doing thanks for having me jay Absolutely. Thanks, Douglas. Have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. You too, buddy. Ciao. Ciao. Folks, for the day. And I got to tell you, of all the shows I've ever done, I don't know that I've actually had a show that I've had more fun. But today has been a fun show. And um, so, folks, as we close the show, I got to always say this. I'm so grateful for James Lowe, otherwise known as Jiggy Jaguar. Check out the Jag Show app, the Jiggy Jaguar app. And actually go to jagshow.com, check him out, because I'm telling you, if it wasn't for James Lowe, I would not be where I am today. So thank you to everybody for doing that. 
And as always, right, doesn't take big steps. Take a small step because it's a baby step that will help you find your new direction, just like we learned from Douglas Smythe today. All right, folks, I'll talk to you later. Ciao.